Chapter Twenty Six of Pee Wee Harris Fixer. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Brandon. Pee Wee Harris Fixer by Percy Keith Fitzhugh. Chapter Twenty Six A Fresh Start. It was wonderful what fresh inspiration the presence of robin hood gave to the rather disheartened searchers in the seething mind of Wee, all else was forgotten at this adventurous turn of their enterprise he was all excitement the scouts would triumph and be the heroes of the town their exploit would be heralded abroad to discover the lost child in the woods would have been an achievement to track her with a police dog and carry her home to her distracted parents to witness the consternation of the police there would be adventure and glory to peewee it was as good as done he had begun to feel the fatigue of this eventful day a dull weariness had set in as they concluded their search of the woods but now in the flush of the new adventure he seemed invigorated he forgot everything and could think only of what they were going to do the hour was late but that made it all the better it was in high spirit of elation that he ran to toby's house with him to get the dog leash he would take no chances with freakish parental objections if necessary he would meet with mr and mrs ralston single-handed but no obstacles were met there toby was happy in the possession of easy-going parents who did not require any strenuous representations of scout duty to release their son to a nocturnal enterprise all was hurry and excitement now the air seemed charged with expectation the seven scouts who with toby constituted the party hurried into the woods robin hood securely leashed and enforcing his aristocratic will by pausing to sniff here and there then dragging his young master willy-nilly after him only hamburger mike seemed undisturbed his next call to service would be when the milk train stopped at four o'clock in the morning no one should go wanting for refreshment while hamburger mike lived in half an hour they were back on the state road and hurrying into bridgeboro the town was dark and deserted a lone auto sped up main street as they crossed and its swift passing seemed to reduce the sleeping town to insignificance so much greater is a speeding auto to a sleeping town in the still small hours of the night they hurried through terrace avenue where the school scene of Wee's famous coup seemed like a thing dead not a sound was there nor a soul upon the street they turned into elm place then to carver street and to the cottage of the garrisons here at least were signs of life the interior was illuminated the front door wide open and a little group upon the porch it looked strange at that hour of the night and in the surrounding solitude to see the bright oblong area caused by the open door and the hat-rack and stairs within he spoke pathetically of waiting and trouble and suspense mrs garrison was there 
and her elder daughter and a couple of neighbors with shawls thrown about them they seemed to have been just standing on the porch mr garrison was out somewhere with others pursuing inquiries the mother's anxiety which had mounted all through the evening was heartrending disappointment after disappointment she had met phone call after phone call had dealt her blows as from a hammer still she waited with those comforting patient hopeful neighbors in the still night air she was too distraught to sit inside and wait for the ringing of the doorbell let me do the talking kid said westy out of his familiar knowledge of peewee it was always westy to talk in a case like this oh the scout boys said mrs garrison mrs garrison said westy we we didn't find her in the woods is there any news no dear you're good boys all of you she said wringing her hands we've got a police dog here said westy and we know about her being in westover's field this afternoon she cut across the field on her way to stella henry's house i know the path let's have something that belonged belongs to her will you a dress or something stockings would be good there was no chance to talk he pinned her down to the vital requirement and seeing them all restless ready efficient she hurried into the house and brought out some articles of clothing weeping as if they belonged to someone dear and lost indeed you call up our houses and tell them said westy hurriedly you know us all i guess blakely ben arden bennett benton harris carson and that's all see you later they were gone robin hood dragging pausing dilly-dallying his young master pulling then running after him the field where little maggie had last been seen was a corner lot which afforded a shortcut to the door of the house next to it it was known that she had called at that house for a girlfriend and not finding her at home had cut through the lot again and entered the bordering street no one had been found who had seen her after that it was in this field that robin hood took upon himself the responsibility of the search and became master of the situation end of chapter 26 recording by john brandon